Well, hey, my friends, welcome back to the Created to Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Lori Snyder, and this is episode 45. I'm going to continue to talk to you about freedom and living in God's best to become who he has created you to be. And I thought it would be fun to have my husband on today for episode 45, talking about transformation. He is a builder, has been in the building industry for almost 30 years, and I have been a renovation consultant, kitchen designer, and we have been renovating homes for, well, we built our first home and never got to live in it, and we physically built that, and then we've been renovating homes as we've moved. You know, I've moved 20, what is it, 22 times in 32 years, and um, we've moved a lot in the <laughs> throughout the our marriage, and so I just thought it would be great to talk about the transformation process, because whether you're transforming a house or your life, there is a process. And so welcome, Fred. I can't wait to have this discussion with you. Yeah, it's actually a great parallel when you talk about buildings, renovations, and there's so many parallels to actually how you live your life. And, and, and um, you know, the first thing that comes to mind when you talk about a renovation project is a parallel is what's the vision for your life and what's the vision for the house? Right. And even though you have this vision of what it looks like, you know, even after the project is some is done, okay, it's an always, it's a constant it's a constant ongoing battle to always keep it clean. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's this always this ongoing effort to maintain and and you know keep it updated and keep it updated and um, you know and, and manage the house mm-hmm. and you know, I think there's different aspects of the process not, not only from renovation and getting to a point where you really enjoy something where you're living, but actually the process of maintaining it and, 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 and going forward with it. So yeah, it's a, it's a phenomenal topic. Um, and especially when it's tied to freedom and, um, I and certainly enjoy it having been in the business. Would you say 30 years? I used to like it better when you said 20 years. So <laughs> next thing you say 35 years and it's going to start really We're starting to age ourselves. Starting to date ourselves. So <laughs> but it's all good because we have a lot of experience both renovating our lives and and a lot of experience renovating houses. So it's good to, it's a great parallel. Yeah, and you know, if if anyone has watched HDTV, you come in with this expectation that, oh, I'm going to have my my entire kitchen transformed in 2 weeks under budget and all these people are going to be there to help and that is deception. <laughs> yeah, that's in the home building business. We don't like those shows. No, no, no. So that's a, and it's very it's a very important to understand why we don't like those shows because they create this ex- false expectation of, of of what how simple it is and how great it's going to look. Right. And so all this all and the, how easy. So, so when we deal with our customers, hey, well, and, you know, the, the property brothers said X. Yeah. Or Magnolia, the Magnolia co- company said this, <laughs> and suddenly cost me this, and and it, 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 you know just like in your life, the the more difficult things take more time than you think. They cost more than you have, and 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 it, it, it takes a lot longer than they say it's going yeah. to. So again, a lot of parallels between the, that process and actually dealing with things in your life to be able to get to a point where you can walk in freedom, but equally are now more important to maintain in freedom and, right. and, and, to, and, to, and to continue in it. Right. You know, and a lot of times too, we can, um, 
we don't know what's behind the walls. You know, that one of the things that is fun to watch about the renovation shows is you always discover issues that you didn't even know because most of the time you're having to go at the foundation and you can't just slap some paint on and something, you know, and, and it's going to be great. You've got to address the outdated uh, electrical or plumbing, or you want to move some appliances, but guess what? There's going to be issues and you've got to address those issues. And likewise, our heart. Um, you know, in Proverbs 4, 23, and I mentioned this in the last podcast that um, it says, above all else, guard your heart for all of, out of it flow the issues of life. And that guard means to keep, to um, tend to. And our heart is like a garden that we need to maintain. And if anyone has grown up in, in a, with a garden, Fred and I both grew up on farms and we had large gardens that we had to weed. You know that it's a lot of work. It's not that you, you first have to dig up the soil. And likewise with transformation, it's an inside out process. You've got to dig up the soil of your heart, those hardened areas. And Mark chapter 4 is a great parable of the different types of soils. And I don't want to get into you know a teaching on that, but that's such a great parallel to our lives because there's hardened areas in our heart that we need to dig up, so to speak, and process that. Well, I mean, you know, that's going back to digging up. You know, when we look at a house, when you know, we how many times we move? I can't, I can't. I think I lost count actually. And how many houses we've? This is our eighth house we've owned and renovated. Yeah. You know, the first thing we do is we go into houses. What do we look for? We look for, you know, the more difficult things it's going to take to get it up. We do paint. Yes. <laughs> look, the lipstick on the thing is easy. Yeah. Part. Yeah. yeah. The, we don't look for moving ready because that is pretty much rare. I so. just we do just like to inflict pain on us and help us walk through this yeah. process kind of continual basis. But what do we look at really? We look at function and flow and look for we look for the fundamentals. Good bones. Of exactly. The house. Good, good bones. A good structure. And and if there's good flow and good function and there's good structure, anything's possible. Right. Yeah. And the thing with most people when they go through renovations processes, they really look at the at the, at the the outwardly visuals. Right. Okay. They look at the the colors. They look at doors, trims, things that are optically people optically see and choose if they do want to engage the process or not. But you know, we just have a totally different look. And and like I say, we we like to get down towards in the most things that are fundamentally foundational that you got to fix first so we've always viewed our houses like that and we've always we've always taken the process of renovation from from the foundational structure out correct and lord has a great sense of humor we've done that a number of times now he's kind of given us a ministry a transformational ministry right actually walking that is the parallel to the spiritual side and to 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 the physical emotional and mental side to 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 live in God's best, right. you know, you know God says He goes to prepare a place for you, right? When he when he left us the first time, and what's he doing? He's creating an atmosphere. He's creating a place for us to go to that's absolutely perfect. And you know what is is also his other desire is that 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 it would be done on king on earth as it is in heaven. So he's wishes the same thing for us here to live a life 
create a house or a life that is perfect as well. Now, is it going to happen? No, it's not going to happen until he comes back and makes all things new. But we get that. But it's his desire for us living in his best, even this day. And where does that start? It starts renovating our lives, but looking at the more difficult things, the foundational things that, we're, that if not tend to or or focused on or, or deliberately approached or dealt with, they will cause a problem in our lives and in, in, in on a continual basis. Right. And we've looked at a lot of houses uh, in the past that looked good on the outside, but then once you got in and you started really doing an inspection, you found that there were some major issues. And I always equate it back to Psalm 127 that says, unless the Lord builds a house, the labors build in vain. And that's what we had done for so many years in our in our life was we were striving to achieve success. We were trying to, you know, climb the corporate ladders and do all of the things to try and have a life that was uh, great to build our life. But we weren't building our life on the foundation of having a deep personal relationship with the Lord, with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, with the Trinity or the Godhead, to know all three aspects of the person of who God is and whose image we were created. And it wasn't until, um, as you've met, I've mentioned in our past of our story, uh, until we separated and uh, really started to do that heart work of digging up the soil to look at, wait, where are we right now? And where do we want to go? And really having to evaluate our lives and look upon what foundations had we built upon. Yeah, and if and if you don't get into the foundations and do the difficult, the dirty work, the heart work, you know, you're really all you're doing is putting on a new mask and a new facades. And people when in, in the biggest fear, a lot of people that have do not have that foundation is being discovered. Right. And and so what's that do? It causes us to shrink back relational, causes us not to be authentic, it causes us not to live out of the authenticity of our heart. Put out of a facade and a and a false a, a false a, a false us, and you're not living in God's best if you're doing that. Right. I remember one time when we were in um, in Grand Rapids, I did a we had a small group, and I and um, I happened to be leading it that night, and I said, "Everybody, close your eyes," and I said, "Everybody, envision the purpose the your perfect house. What would that look like?" You know, for me, it was of course on the side of the lake or on a trout stream so but it's okay it's because desires are important too it's right. good it was right. it, amazing and i had everybody envision what what that was and how, how it was designed and how they would really like that then and i asked them to open their eyes i just want to tell you one thing that house that you thought you probably had a very limiting you probably you you probably had a very limiting perspective. Let me just put it this way. That life that life that you would have living in that house, in the house itself, is probably about a thousand or a gazillion times smaller than what God actually has for you if you only do the hard work and step in and living that life God has for you. Because we limit ourselves. Yeah. And we and we box ourselves in and we and we enslave ourselves to 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 our to, to our own from our own expectations from our own lens of the of our own mask and our our own facades not living the true us right well and i think that that was such a powerful teaching because not only were you using the imagination to get vision but you're actually feeling and you're experiencing and it's been scientifically proven you can call it neuroscience is, is the typical you know keyword that everyone loves to use but it is neuroscience but 
it's been proven that when you meditate on God's word and you are experiencing it in your heart on a celebratory way, let's you have the emotion and the passion and you start doing that, reciting those scriptures with that intention, you actually will change the way your brain thinks to come into an agreement with God's word because we're spirit, soul, and body. We need to use all of that. And Sorry, I just rabbit trailed there. But to get back to your point about we limit God in it. And I, for one, limited God in a big way because I struggled with a lack mindset of never having enough or not being enough, not doing enough, and really had to start searching the scriptures to say, wait a minute, that's not from God. Those are lies that I've believed about myself, about um, you, about us, about, you know, whatever the situation was, and had to start really reprogramming the way I thought to really build the life, to come into an agreement, to start experience God's best in every area. Well, it's all about experiencing God's best, right? And that's really the ultimate goal. And mm-hmm. what that does is cause other people to want to know, to want to ask themselves, hey, what do you have that, why do you, how, how do you do this? And you know, I think that's the, the greatest aspect of the Christian walk is when people, you get to your point to a life where people want what you have. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with him working through you. Yeah, and it's not envy and conceit and, or anything and, like and, that. And I just want to let people understand when we talk about a, a parallel in terms of houses and renovations and so forth. We're not talking about materialistic no. gain here. We're talking about spiritual gain that trans, that 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 actually transitions or actually um, moves into a a a, a, um, a blessed life. And uh, you know, I'd, to be quite truthful, I there's no way I want a big house anymore. I don't <laughs> clean them. I hate maintaining them. But it has nothing to do with that. There's a life that I want to live yeah. in a life where I'm at peace. Yeah. And that's that's the house I want, and right. that's my 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 that's my spiritual house, right. and that's what I have to build. And I got to go back to the start of the conversation. To get there, it's not easy, right? And I don't want everybody to think that you have to get you you have to get into the the heart the heart of the matter. Mm-hmm. You have to get down to the deal. You have to pull back the. You have to bust through the walls and see what's in there. You have to check out the foundation, and if it's cracked, you got to fix it. Yeah. You know, and one of my teachings was clearing the land. You know, to build a stable structure, you have to get out all the bad dirt. You have to get all the old rotten stumps. You have to clear the land, and you have to take the things out of the land that would eventually, over time, if left there, would have a negative impact on the foundation and overall have a negative effect on the house. And and it's not an easy situation. It is. It's just not. And, and a lot of people just don't want to go there and and because and you you know the best thing i can say is just it's it's just well worth it right well well let's talk about some examples of that because we can talk metaphorically but let's say practically what does that look like what are some of those things the rocks and the and the debris and um the hard dirt that that we have to clear well i mean i just take a few things personally you know my my um distrust for authority was one of the instances my my propensity to self defend, um, which you know those are just some, some. So you have to ask yourself, okay, that's that's what that's the broken foundation. But you got to get go deeper. You have to say, well, what caused that? Mm-hmm. And that's the key. You can sit and 
and sit there and work through this and you can find out what's happening and but you're going to have to go to root cause right and that was basically trauma that we had to both and deal most people with have it everyone has some type of trauma some negative experience especially in their younger years growing up, something difficult or traumatic or life-changing happened and people get stuck there. And what happens is they develop mindsets around that to form an identity, to form a way of living and coping. And um, a lot of it is how attachment styles and how they attached with um, with their parents. I was just talking with um, a, a friend today and uh, while well, doing some coaching with her and we talked about attachment styles and how it's affected her in a dating relationship. And she, the the guy, because he would avoid and run and not step in, he would self-defend and had issues. He could not uh, commit to a relationship because of those formidable years and not having a positive or a healthy attachment, secure attachment style with his parents. You know, I'd just like to say, you know, you talk, you talk about Free to Be Me was your last podcast, and you want to talk more about being free. You know, the bottom line is freedom is always fought over. Yeah. It's not free, dumb is not free. Correct. It's That's Pay interesting. Pay the heavy cost. In, interesting word to say, it's free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it, free, dumb is, is fought over. Mm-hmm. And there's just some mindsets that are doing battle against you against you and, and, and basically lead you down into a, a, a bad way. And, you know, if, if you really want to be free and continue to walk in the freedom, you're just going to have to Lord let the Lord set you free of those strongholds, mm-hmm. you're gonna, those old mindsets, mm-hmm. and you're going to have to get his mind on it. Right. And and you're going to have to fight for it. Yeah. It's, is it worth the battle? Absolutely. Is it going to be hard? Oh, most definitely. Mm-hmm. Does, is I think, but also the biggest lie, the why that we sit here when we undertake that battle is I'm the only one. Right. And you know, that is such a lie. Everybody's got something. Everybody's fighting something. Right. And but you know, very few there's many, many battle but few are free. Right. And it's the ones that stick to it and and fight through it and acknowledge it and um and really and work through it are the ones who 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 stay who get free. And and, you know, even though you could be free of some things, but I, I'll tell you, you know, the enemy doesn't let it go. And one of the, and you always have to guard your heart, even when you walk in that freedom, because old ways are going to try to reattach. Old ways are going to try to come back. Mm-hmm. Old systems of thinking are always at the doorstep knocking, you know, and, and, it, and it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lifelong battle. But it, I, I don't know how you can do it without having a relationship with the Lord. I mean, we tried it for many years, and we had to have that foundation of who he is, what was done for us on our behalf, his death, resurrection, everything on the cross, and his um, life that he now gives us. You know, John 10.10 10 says, Jesus came, you know, the, the devil, the enemy, comes to steal, kill and destroy, but Jesus came to give us life and life in abundance to the overflow. And that life word there means Zoe, the God quality kind of life. And that's the life that we're talking about, living in God's best. And the enemy will try to um, whisper lies to you to deceive you. And another lie that he will say is, if you face the pain of your past, it's going to hurt worse than it did when you experienced it the first time. 
to try and keep you trapped, paralyzed, quiet, silenced, so you don't reach out and and help you know get the uh, the proper breakthrough. Another lie is, boy, if people really knew, they would hate me. They would reject me. They would say this about me. And what I have found and in, in what I talked about in the last podcast too is vulnerability is your strength. And it's actually what people will be attracted to, the fact like, oh my goodness, you have issues too. I can relate to that. I can relate to you and know that if you can overcome, I can overcome. Because when you partner with the Lord, it says that um, we overcome by the blood of the Lamb in the word of our testimony, not loving our lives to the death. It's going to feel like death sometimes when you've got to face that trauma. But there's such joy and such freedom when you experience that release of all the, the, the junk that has been weighing you down and holding you. And it really was when we started um, that digging up that heart soil of un, um, uncovering the lies that we had been believing about ourselves, about each other, that we really started to become who God created us to be and then have a marriage that he designed for us. And we did not get divorced, which is a miracle because of all of the issues that we had. We had a lot of issues. But um, if we can overcome it, there is hope and healing for any situation, no matter how um, horrible it feels or seems or what you're experiencing at the time. So we want to give you that foundation. Do you have anything else, Fred, that you want to say? Uh, other than, you know, it's, it's, it starts with, if, if you're really serious about it, it starts with the hard work. Yeah. It just the hard, hard work. Yeah. And it's, it's, and um, not trying to get anybody to run away from the hard work. <laughs> yeah. But here I would say one thing about it though, you know, after you get through it, you realize that people still like you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They actually like they actually you more. They actually like it more because you're authentic. You know, know, running around trying to be something you're not. Yeah. People see through masks and people see through mis- facades. Yeah. You know, and 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 people see through self-defensive. Um, people see defensiveness. Yeah. People see the 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 constant look at me. People see the pride. People all these things that are really rooted in fear. People, believe it or not, people see that, and and that's really those are really um, manifested. Um, um, I hate to use that word, but it's the only thing I can think of. Of of make it known, making it known that all it is is proving that you're probably bound with something. Yeah. And defensiveness was one that I was really struggled with because it, you know, I just it was, it was ingrained in you. It was it was it was ingrained. It in was me. your normal. And you didn't yeah. know it wasn't and normal. It's, and it's in pride. You know, when I see prideful people in the work in the business world, yeah, and people are always beating their chest, always trying to be something, and you know, I look, what are they, what are they, wonder what they're really afraid of? Is yeah. the question enters my thinking now, and you know, I try not to look at the prideful person as what the person could be if he actually worked in humility, yeah. and how much farther they would be ahead, yeah. and just be transparent. Yeah, it's you know, and and but I always see the people that are are arrogant and. And are prideful and and it just you can just see it a mile away they're struggling with something deep in their soul and you kind of feel for them actually because yeah. they're well, not we... living God's best and they're not going to re- reach the 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 accomplishments that God has for them because of that very reason right. they're really dominated by fear and and our heart here just is is just you know freedom looks great on everybody yes 
Freedom looks so good. And you can always tell when I walk into somebody who's really free because they're smiling, there's joy, their listening skills tend to be much higher. They very rarely interrupt and they smile and they just always have this this free flow of, of wisdom and truth in any area that you discuss, but they're just a peaceful creation. Yeah. And that's when I know I'm sitting in the midst of somebody yeah. who's walking in freedom. And, yeah. And, and now we all have our moments. So I'm just saying that tends right. to be the signature of a person that's paid the price, fought a, has fought a good fight against things of their past and have settled in and, and, and their, their, their perspective changed to how to help people versus more than to be the fearful person that's always constantly trying to become something that they think someone else wants them to be. Right. Well, and I found, too, that in, in coaching and mentoring women for all these years, um, I believe a root problem is a love problem. Because all of that pride and it really re- result in fear is the, is a root, but the real root is they have not known and experienced love in a deep way that has transformed them. And that's where transformation happens from the inside out. And so that is why I love helping people. And so friend, where are you at today? Are you wanting to experience more freedom? Are you wanting to um, really just become the real you? who God has created you to be and living in his best. Because if you are, I would love to have a conversation with you. We can just do a quick chat. I help people uh, transform their lives from the inside out. Uh, I've been doing it for houses. I do it for people. But if you're wanting to no longer play small, uh, you have passions, you have uh, vision for your life, you just don't know how to get there, I would love to have a conversation with you because God does not want you to be stuck. He does not want you to be limiting him and living, trying to strive to earn his love or earn his blessings. You are blessed. If you are in Christ, you're a new creation in him. You are already blessed. You have so much deposited in you. I love mining the gold in you to help you recognize what God has put in you to believe it receive it, and then experience it in your life. So message me at Lori at LoriKSnyder.com. I'll have it in the show notes, but I would love to um, help you grow, become and experience everything that God has for you. Well, Fred, that's it for today. Thank you so much for having this conversation. We could talk about building and transformation. Uh, We've had a lot of experience at it, both with our houses and with our lives. And, you know, the great thing is, is that our boys, they're all going to be 20 this in a few weeks. They have benefited from all of the hard work that we did for stepping into the things that were scary in our own past and facing those fears, facing the pain, getting God's healing on it. And to see them thrive because we did the transformable work, that is so amazing. And you can't put a price on that. So, all right, friends, I just pray God's blessing upon you. And remember, you've been created to thrive. Friend, I hope this podcast has blessed you. And now here is a way that you can really bless me in return. First of all, make sure you're subscribed to this podcast so you don't miss any episodes. And then go to Apple Podcasts, leave me a written review along with a five-star rating. 
This not only encourages me to keep going and producing these episodes, but it makes it possible for others to learn about this podcast as well. Then go ahead and take a screenshot of this episode or your review and then share it on your Instagram and Facebook stories and make sure you tag me at Lori K. Snyder so then I can share you and my stories and then we can just be social together. Together we can reach more people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and this podcast helps make that possible to fulfill the Great Commission. Thank you so much and God bless.